my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. You don't look ready. I'm never ready. <laughs> Hi, guys. Sorry it's been a while since we released an episode. We had technical difficulties. So this is actually our second time doing this episode. That's because you're... <laughs> aliens. <laughs> That's because your speaker or microphone. microphone thingy didn't like you last episode. That sure didn't. But But lesson learned. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) It's doing all right right now. You can hear me pretty well, according to uh, my my blue spikes. Only time will tell, Heather. Only time will tell. (laughs) Nah, I think it'll be okay. I think I think we're good. We're good. You sure? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Well, anything new? I love the shirts we have. Oh yes! If you are on our in, or on anything, because I posted it to everything, we made shirts and I love them. They're so great, and I'm gonna wear it everywhere. And I hope someone goes, "Hey, I listen to them." That so would be far. fantastic if, if that happens. You're totally taking a selfie with them. I know, right? I was like, ah, I'm them. I'm on. I'm one of them. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet, but I've only worn it out once because I, I just don't go out. <laughs> I wore mine to bed. That's not going to show anybody. I didn't change my shirt. Yeah. My husband saw it. He thought it was kind of cool. Oh, cool. Yay. Yeah, I wore it to work just so I could show everyone at work my shirt. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go change out of this into my work shirt. That's awesome. That was great. So I've been checking uh, Audio Boom, which is who hosts us. I've said it before in the past. But if you're listening now, we get hosted through Audio Boom. And... Our top country is normally the U.S. Yep. This past week, it's not the U.S. Thank you to everyone in New Zealand. New Zealand. Yes. That's fantastic. Got 50% of listens for the week. That is awesome. And most of them were from a city called Christchurch. If you guys could see my face, it would be like this (laughs) stunned, like... What? Are you serious? Look I, on my face. I told Tyler, I'm like, we got like a lot of listens from a city called Christchurch. And Tyler goes, I thought about joining them. I'm like, it's it's not a church. It's a, it's a city. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a comment he would make. I know. He's silly. So, yeah. Sorry. Sorry to everybody. But thank you, New Zealanders. Right? Yeah. That's right. New Zealanders. I would hope so. That sounds right. We're going to go we with it. We should Google it. Nah, it's fine. I'm just going to go with it. I would, but my Let me know if I'm wrong. Phone. We've also had someone from Greece and Sweden. Cool. I know. Well, that's pretty cool. I really like, I just get on there every once in a while and go, oh, that's cool. Who's I, listening to us today? I just wait for your updates. I know. <laughs> oh, and thank you. We got mentioned on Twitter for the first time ever. I'm very thankful about that. Yeah, that was awesome. That actually kind of made my day. It really some other stuff that was happened today, but yeah, that was like really cool. That was really cool. Someone that was asking, "Hey, what's some good podcasts to listen to?" And it was this other podcast. I don't think they started yet because at the end it said "coming soon," 
Will to be weird podcast. That so they're the ones who suggested it. And there's a whole bunch of us in here, and a lot of them I listen to, and we're like right in the middle. It's so exciting. That is awesome. Oh. Well, thank you. Thanks. I'm gonna have to do the weird fact again. Round two for this episode. Round two weird fact. Same weird fact. Oh, I, I sent you a lot of stuff. I gotta go through it. You did. We've been texting a lot recently. Here it is. No, it's not. Keep going. Here it is. <laughs> Found it. It's in there somewhere. All right. Adidas has sold over 1 million eco-friendly shoes made from ocean plastic. Each pair reuses the equivalent of 11 plastic bottles. And you know what I just realized? What? That's five and a half bottles per shoe. That's kind of cool. It is. I don't want to wear plastic bottles on my feet. Makes me kind of want to buy their shoes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a little bit. I'm, little bit. I'm a Walmart girl. Yeah. I like the... Uh, I actually five, buy my shoes from Kohl's. I like the 5 to $15 range oh, of shoes. Yeah. Like right. my current pair of shoes, I think I paid $10 for. Oh, yeah. Your new flip flops. Sandal flip-flops? Flip-flops. I call them flip-flops. Well, yeah, they're flip-flops. Some people call them my thongs. They look fancy, though. They're super comfortable, and they have nice little arch supports. But anyway, it kind of makes me want to buy Adidas Yeah. for the fact that they actually use plastic that they found in the ocean to make the shoes. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Makes me want to spend a little bit more on their shoes. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. I might. I mean, they sell Adidas at Kohl's, so. Might have to go shoe shopping with you. I am not a shopper. I hate shopping. I don't shop that often for myself. We went to Torrid once. (laughs) Out of the five years I've known you, we've gone shopping once. Yep. Yes, we did. We got matching bathing suits. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. We are talking about the Hill abduction case. Part two. Part two of the Hill abduction case. So, in the last episode you listened to, which was now two weeks ago, Betty and Barney Hill maybe possibly got abducted. No one's really sure what happened, but they had a lot of loss of time. And two years later, they started going to... A therapist. Yeah. Psychologist. Psychologist. And they're getting hypnosis done and all that. Now we're back. We're back. (laughs) We're back. We're caught up. Kind of. Go listen to go listen to the last episode. You don't want to listen to part two before listening to part one. Gonna, that makes sense. We're gonna pause here for thirty seconds Ooh, okay. so that you guys can have a chance to go read listen to that. And pause. And we're back. Alright. Good. Good episode. Listen to it in thirty seconds. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. It's like your speed reader listener or something. <laughs> speed listener. Ashlyn today asked me, Mommy, what would it be like if you did your podcast super fast like The Flash. And I said, well, honey, I don't think anyone would understand me. No, but that would be kind of cool. It would be really cool. You could cool. take the podcast and then put it on like a fast forward thing mm-hmm. and just listen to it fast forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I can do that on here. We might have to do that just for her. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would sound like. Such anyway, let's boy. go back to Betty and Bernie. Betty and Bernie Hill. Okay. We're going to talk about... A little of the outside influences that are going on around that time first. That was the 60s, right? Yes. In the 60s, there were several 
things popping up on television. A lot of alien stuff. A lot of alien stuff. There's a show called The Outer Limits and The Twilight Zone. There's quite a few episodes about. I love The Twilight oh, Zone. I do too. It's so great. We always watched it New Year's Eve. Always. And it was my favorite thing as a kid. And I tried to get my kids to do it, but they're not into it. <laughs> See, my brother would always scare the crap out of me yeah. after watching The Twilight Zone. And there's this one episode. I don't remember which episode it was. It's where they got stuck on the side of the road. And on one side of the road, and then you have like, this little hill. And then when you go down on the other side, there's a railroad track. Yeah. Well, if you cross a railroad track, you're in a completely different time zone. And we were on our way to a family event. And our car, bro- our truck broke down. It was me, my brother, my mom, my dad, and it was the same, same type of hill, same railroad track, same road. And my brother tried his hardest to convince me to go across that railroad track. <laughs> Don't do it. I obviously I didn't, but he he wanted me to. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good show. I loved watching that with my parents. Oh, I did too. So so great. I really, the new one is out. We'll have to watch it. I don't own what it's on. What's it on? I don't remember, but I remember hearing what it was on. I'm like, oh, I don't have that. Is it Netflix? Because I have Netflix. No. Darn. I obviously have Netflix. Who doesn't have Netflix? But no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it's on. But I I was listening to another podcast, uh, the What If podcast, and they were talking about it. And he said what it was on. And I'm like, ah, I got to remember that. And guess what? I sure didn't. That's why you gotta write things out. Just randomly text me. You used to do that all the time. Like I, I get a random text message from you. I'm like, what? what? And I would just let it go. <laughs> so the 60. 60- oh yeah, Roswell happened. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was what like 10, 15 years before this happened. But still, there's a lot of alien stuff going on. A lot this time. of yeah, a lot of alien stuff happening. A lot of UFOs being sighted. So it's kind of already in the in their heads. At least and, it's in Betty's head. Well, Betty seemed like she was obsessed with it. By the time we ended the last episode, it seemed like she was getting pretty obsessed yeah. and excited about these aliens. Like yes. She's accepted the fact that she was abducted and she wants to talk about it. Yes. That is 100% where Betty was at. She was on board. She's like, okay, this happens and I'm going to find out as much as I can about what happened to me. So I think she, I mean, she did so much. She wrote a book. And Barney just, something happened to him. He denied it. He, he, yeah. But even through the hypnosis, it, it, he was, ex, you know, explaining about what happened. And like I said last week, they, they were like Nazi aliens. So obviously, their psychologist, their, sorry, their psychiatrist, um, Benjamin Simon, he knew something happened. But he didn't necessarily believe that it was an actual alien abduction. That's because he couldn't confirm or deny it because they're different. Their stories didn't match. Like this, it happened at the same time, but it didn't. Co- it wasn't cohesive. Yes, I think part of that is if something happens to you and you can't make sense of it, your mind fills in the gaps. And so for Betty, it filled in positive stuff because she was very positive about the event. Yes, for. Oh, I can't Barney. For Barney, he it was negative for him. He didn't want it to happen, and it happened. So those things that he couldn't understand, like why they looked like, what they were doing there, what they were doing to him, yeah. they were all negative feelings. So his mind filled in negative aspects that would make sense to him, like Nazis. Yeah. Well, and he has, um, 
obviously experienced with Nazis since he was in World War II. So lots of negative things going on there. There's one piece of information that Betty did eventually start remembering uh, during the hypnosis was a star map. And she included this in her book. And a school teacher found it in the book and was like, oh, this looks this looks interesting. So she started like playing around with it and putting it up to different star systems and trying to figure out what it is. Yes. And she found out that it kind of looked like the Zeta Reticuli system. Be proud of me because I memorized that. I'm not even finding it in my notes right now. That's fantastic. <laughs> I completely memorized that. Since she she kind of put forth her idea that, okay, it's the Zeta Reticuli system. I, I want to get this out here. And she did. It, it got published and it was like, okay, what does everyone else think? And that just started a huge debate between astronomers and hobbyists and just anybody i feel like if you're a hobbyist you know some about it but you're not you don't study it for a living no it's something that you do in your spare time if you happen to have spare time yes and so i feel like if you're a hobbyist you can kind of throw your map up there like yeah that kind of looks like it sure we're gonna (laughs) go with it but i feel like if you're an astronomist astronomer astronomer you spend your life staring up at the stars Yes. It is your job to know the stars. Yes. I would take astronomer's word over it than a hobbyist, just for the fact that that's Mm -hmm. what they're supposed to do. The problem is, is there are very, all sorts of different people, astronomers, that are on separate sides. Well, you have that in any, anything. Yes. Anything from psychology all the way down to... So, which astronomer are you going to believe? This prominent one or this prominent one? Are you negative about it or positive about it? One of them's negative, one of them's positive. So, Barney's going to go for one and Betty's going to go for the other. Yeah, but I'm talking about you. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I would have to do more research into that. Okay. All right. One argument that one astronomer kind of put forth is, okay... Yes, it does kind of sort of look like it could be the Zeta Reticuli system. But what she drew, just these bunch of dots, could go to any star system. There's millions, trillions of stars out there. And yeah, you're going to have quite a few that are probably going to be looking about the same. Well, then if think about it this way. Okay? We can only see the stars from our planet. Yeah. So only we've ever been able to see this. I mean, except for those few that have gone to the moon and back. <laughs> yeah. But if you're an alien, right, and you're traveling from a different planet, what stars are you seeing oh. that we can't see yet? Different perspectives. Yeah. That's true. That is one. That's very, very true. It's kind of like if you take a three-year-old and you show them a house and they think it's a huge house and then you show a, an adult this house. I'm like, oh, well, that's a decent-sized house, but it's just not the same. It's, you know, kind of small. Yeah. Different perspectives because they're coming in at different angles. Yeah. So that's something else we need, I would want to think about. It's like, okay, yeah, you, you saw this map that apparently the aliens had had, but is that coming from their home planet or is that coming from Earth? That's true. I didn't even think about that. Ooh, Taryn coming in with the thinkers. Happens on occasion. <laughs> either way, though. Well, either way, I guess... Even if you kind of spin, because you can spin the star systems. Like I'm talking about, like angles. what if they're light years away? Their yeah. planet is light years away. 
Yeah. To the point where we're not even seeing those stars, and if we are, they're just a an itty bitty bitty little blink, it's like the smallest little light. They're farthest away from the farthest star type of thing that we can see. For an example, I'm trying to describe to you what a, a town looks like in Nevada that you've never seen, and you're trying to describe to me a town that looks like in the, in Florida that I've never seen because I've never been to Florida. It's the hard. way you describe it, and then the way that it really is different it's going to be different because it's different perspectives yes so i'm thinking the same thing with the whole stars because if they're aliens and they really did come it's a different perspective yeah that's true that and they use different types of measurements than we do i'm at least i'm assuming so unless they're calculating in inches or centimeters which would be a little weird i'm still on the fence whether it's a good piece of evidence or not was the star map is one hand yeah that's i think it is kind of a good piece of evidence because who's going to pull that out of their head. I mean, I guess anybody technically could. I guess that's true. Well, if, if, as a kid, if she looked up at the stars mm-hmm. at all, right? Yeah. But now it's in your subconscious because you're not thinking about it. And then you go into see the psychiatrist mm-hmm. and you are under hypnosis. What of that star constellation that you saw as a kid that you didn't even think about, but now you're trying to connect the dots between aliens and stars Maybe you did see it as a kid, but you don't know that you saw it as a kid because you thought you saw it on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the, I wasn't really abducted. I'm just trying to come up with reasons. <laughs> yeah. Playing devil's advocate thing. Yeah. Like, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. One hand, you saw it, and it's the alien's perspective of mm-hmm. that constellation. And the other hand is you weren't abducted. And that's just a constellation that you saw as a kid, but you so wanted to be abducted mm-hmm. that you're just coming up with things. Hmm. But see, they didn't even know abduction was, like, a thing. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> she's thought, because it was two years between when they when this happened oh, and yeah, when they when, went to the doctor. When the event. Yeah. Okay. So I she had two mm-hmm. years of, I was abducted, and this happened, and this happened, and That's this happened. That's true. Which influences the way you think. Yeah. To make her childhood, hypothetically her childhood past of looking up at the stars, now being, she saw a map while she was being abducted. Oh, yeah. See, because the mind can play tricks on you, especially if you are wanting it to do it without wanting it to do it. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm just throwing new things at you. No. Yeah. No. Because this time I actually knew what we were talking about. Because <laughs> we did it before. <laughs> <laughs> just for your guys' information, it's slightly different opinions than what we had last time because we both have had time to think about it. Yeah. You've had time to think about it. you telling me you haven't been thinking about it? No. What? I've already done this. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like roles are reversed here. It's because I got to start thinking about our next subject. <laughs> Maybe it's because I had time to think. That's probably it. <laughs> Anyways, October 25th of 1965, <laughs> they were greeted by a front page of the newspaper. They were on the Boston Traveler and the headline read, UFO Chiller. Did they seize couple? As in they, as in aliens. Yeah. I feel like Betty would have been really excited about that because now it's like, okay, now everybody's going to be talking about this and this is what I want and, you know, this has happened and I'm going to embrace it. And I think Barney's like, beep this. I'm done. Leave me alone. Give yeah. me my scotch. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. No, Barney's over it. He wants to go back to his life. And their lives did kind of sort of go back to normal. But and and they were like, okay, that's over and done with. We're going to therapy. That's it. We're done. And then, boom! This newspaper hits, 
And they pulled, um, because the audio recordings from their hypnosis sessions yeah. were out there for people to see. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a violation of HIPAA. It is now. <laughs> Maybe this is the reason. It could be one of many. I don't know. So, Sorry. Anyway. So the newspaper got a hold of all this stuff, and that's why they wrote they, they wrote the paper. They wrote this article, because they got a hold of all this. They got a hold of the audio, so they did the whole story. Makes me feel like somebody in the newspaper believed that they really were. Yeah. Because if they didn't believe it, why would they write it? Or they could be like, all right, this crazy couple says that they were abducted. What do you guys think? True. <laughs> Very true. I, I still feel like you'd have to have some kind of, at least... Some kind of passion to write it. Either passion being, ha they're crazy, or, yeah, yeah. aliens exist. Here's yeah. some proof. Yeah. No, and, and they they were trying, so they they were trying to stay like, okay, no, we're not crazy. We're, we're sane people. And then, yeah, the article happens. And now people are talking like, okay, these guys are wackadoos. They might, a little, they might have been a little bit. Who knows? I think Betty may have been a little wackadoo. I think she went off the train. I think she did a little bit. Maybe a lot of it. Like, there's one thing of accepting what happened to you and trying to move on, and there's another thing of accepting it and then indulging in it. I don't know. It's hard, though, because you're abducted by aliens. I mean, how does that also that not envelop your whole life? I'm not saying that it can't. I'm just saying, like, you can accept it. Yeah, I, I've been abducted by aliens. This happened to me. Great, creepy, fantastic, gross. Well, however you want to think Betty, about it. For Betty, it was woohoo. Yeah. However you want to think about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to doing my job. Let me go back to doing what I can while still researching to try to find out, for, find out more information without going over that obsessive line. Yeah. And when you start hurting or injuring your relationship with your spouse because you're going over that obsessive line that's when I think you've crossed it. Like, that's when you need to take a step back and understand, okay, maybe this happened. Maybe it didn't. But let's take a breath here and start over. Yeah, I like. I think that's something I might do. I don't know. I feel like I'd probably go obsessive. You might. <laughs> I, I feel like I would have My personality, yeah, I'd get obsessive. I feel like I would, I would have a wall in my house that would have the facts. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. This is what I know what happened. This is what I can prove what happened. And then on the other side of the walls, this is what I think would happen. And how can I make this make sense? Oh, okay. All right. I would be that crazy person with the strings and it's the dots. because you're, you're so logical. That sometimes, and sometimes I'm completely not. Like, you've seen some of my crafts and some of the stuff I do. Some of it's just really out there. Well, and, that's oh, artsy. That's different than being logical. I like, I like knowing things. Yeah. For example, my husband and I were watching... Uh, House. Have you watched House? Yes, a couple episodes here and there. You know, he's this crazy doctor that does really neat things. Yeah. But probably not the best way to do it kind of stuff. He's very abrasive. Yeah. Well, we were watching an episode about a pregnant lady who the ba- there was something wrong with the baby and it was actually killing the mom. Oh, yeah. And they were going to lose both of them. Mm-hmm. And they start throwing out random pregnancy facts and I start countering it. My husband's like, how do you know that? I'm like, I've done my research. It calms me down. (laughs) It calms me down. (laughs) Well, maybe that's what Betty was doing then. Maybe it was calming her down doing all the research. Yeah, but you don't like, that'd be like me walking around going, here's a pregnancy fact, pregnancy this, pregnancy that every 20 seconds. I mean, you can 
do that. Yeah, but then you'd look at me like I was crazy. I don't think I'd look at you like you were crazy. I'd just be like, all right, I get it. <laughs> yes, but I have an obvious thing. Like, you could obviously <laughs> tell yeah. why I would be obsessing over that. That's true. Right. I, I, I have something that is very visible. Visible. Like, yes, okay, it makes sense why you are doing the research on all that stuff. Hers isn't. No. Hers is more of this invisible thing. Like, okay, either you accepted that she this happened to her, or you're like, okay, Betty, you're going nuts here. Let's <laughs> let's bring it back in. But you're right. Maybe she was that logical person that just needed to make make, make it make sense. Maybe she did. Just a stretch. Just. Throw but it I out would there. still have that wall of lines connecting different areas. <laughs> I'd like to see that wall. <laughs> uh, all right. So they're getting a little famous. The one article was picked up by the United Press International, which is now known as the Associated Press. And just the story was going global. It was out there. Everyone knew about it. And they were just trying to live their lives. But before too long, there is an author who knocked knocked at their door named John G. Fuller, who wanted to write a book about their encounter. They agreed. Okay. You can write a book about it. And he even got their um, psychiatrist to also be part of the book. That book's called The Interrupted Journey. It was published in 1966. And did you read part of that book at all? I did not. Ah. I know. I I should have, I but I I feel like didn't. you could have got some, some more information or oh, more detailed yeah. information out of that book. 100%. And I always have great intentions of reading these books and getting all the information I can out of them. But then life happens and podcast day comes and it's like, I didn't read it. <laughs> what do you mean life happens? Life I, don't, happens. I don't understand that statement, Heather. <laughs> life happens. I'm so busy. Things happen. I, I Yeah. I have to sit in and watch Boy Meets World. I mean. <laughs> That's a very important show. It is. I cry every time. I don't think I've ever seen it. That's so good. You should watch it. No, Boy Meets World. It's Girl Meets World. I haven't seen. Oh, yeah. You don't have to watch that. I've seen the, I've seen Boy Meets World. Yeah, that's the best. I love it so much. And I don't watch it, like, a lot. But every once in a while, I'll be like, I'm going to watch Boy Meets World. And then I'll watch all of it. And it takes me like see that's a your couple obsessive weeks. personality that you keep talking about. It really is. I get stuck on one thing, and that's it. Ugh, I know. I can't. We need to make you multitask. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Doing pretty good. <laughs> I give you props. Thank you. Uh, so the book came out. Their popularity was, you know, becoming more and more. They were very well known, and they were even doing like um conventions and stuff like that and they would speak at them like the alien conventions yeah stuff like that and that's where a lot of the alien people were like i don't know about betty she's a little wacky i can see where they're coming from yeah because i i don't know i think it's you've got those two types of people like they want to believe her because if she got adopted that means we can too Mm -hmm. and aliens are real and then the ones that are jealous like oh what if she did uh, and yeah. I wanted it, so therefore it had didn't happen because she's wrong and she's wacky. Well, she kept changing her story over time, too. And I think that did not help her case with people thinking she was wacky because she kept changing her story. Well, that will happen to anybody. I 100% agree. She's getting older, first of all, and things aren't as sharp as they used to be. Well, it's not just that. I mean, you take a guy or anybody fishing, right? And when they first catch the fish, 
it's about a foot long. Nice big fish, about a foot long. And then, you know, all of a sudden, after a couple of beers, and he's telling his new buddies about this fish, it's now three feet long, and it's as big as his head. You know, because the more that he goes, oh, that's really cool, that's an awesome fish, they make it bigger and better and bigger and better. But some of the details are embellished. And I can see that, like, okay, I'm getting popular from this. This, you know, I think it's really happening even more now because people are believing in me. Mm-hmm. I got to give more detail, more detail, more detail. The more detail you give, the more you can mess up on your facts. The more you make mistakes, the more you embellish, the less people believe you. Which, by the way, I have to tell you this. I was listening to podcasts that work today, and one of them totally mentioned the fish thing. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I heard this out of Taryn before. <laughs> as much as I would love to listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I have time. I just do it at work, and I know you can't do I that. I can't do that at work. I know. I can't do it when I'm driving home because that's when I'm dealing with my three-year-old. Yeah. I can't do it when I'm at home because I'm doing stuff normally with my three-year-old or school work flies. Yeah. So I get all my podcast information from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. That, I mean, at least we're talking about the same general. Like, does it at least sound the same for the most part? He said less words. I'm wordy. <laughs> but yes, essentially it was it was the same. But I just thought it was really funny when he said that. I'm like, oh, yep, yep, Taryn said that. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. All right, we're coming in. We're coming in with some bad news. Barney, in February of 1969, at 70, sorry, at 70, blah, 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 seven and a half years after the original sighting, he suffered from a cerebral hemorrhage, which was caused by high blood pressure. From being stressed and drinking too much. Exactly. And one can only figure that Part of the stress part was being famous about this UFO thing. Well, I could see part of the stress being like, okay, this never really happened. Because he was stressed about it actually happening anyway. Yeah. And then at the beginning, Betty's all obsessed with it. And then all of a sudden, it's they're famous about it. And people aren't letting it go. And all he's doing is drinking and stressing over all this stuff. And maybe his mind could never accept the fact that, that actually happened if it truly did happen. Yeah. And stress truly is a killer. Really? Really is. I always try to tell Tyler he needs to be less stressed because he's gonna die of a cerebral hemorrhage one day. Good. I mean, he was only forty six. That's crazy. Yeah, like that's really young. And poor Betty was a widow by the age of forty eight. By her, that's her second husband, right? That was her second husband. Yeah. That's crazy. She never married again, though. This is why people with stressful jobs, when they <sighs> quit their jobs or retire from their jobs. If they just stop all of a sudden and then all of a sudden, like, okay, now we relax. A lot of times they only last two to three years after they retire. Yeah. Because their body can't, their body is so used to working at this stressful level that all of a sudden now they don't have this stressful level. Oh, gosh, darn it. And they're gone. Darn, my husband's going to die. He's not going to die. <laughs> well, after he retires, he's going to die. We're going to make him relax. <laughs> Maybe he'll be too stressed about something else. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he does stress about a lot of things. Yeah. That's... But yeah, no stress is good. And it, there's there's research out there about how if you work in a stressful job, when you retire and you tend to relax, your body can't handle the change. And normally, I think two to five years after you retire, you tend to no longer exist. That's sad. So that's why people need to, while in those stressful jobs, need to find ways to relax and separate themselves from work and home. 
That's why you don't take your home stuff to work and you don't take your home work stuff home unless you have someone who's willing to talk to you about it with you and understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. Because stress truly is a killer. Right. I stress that because I have a stressful job. My husband has a stressful job. Your husband has a stressful job. I don't. That's why I said your husband has a stressful <laughs> job. Um, but I know a lot of people who do have stressful jobs, and I can see it, even over the last several years, affecting who they are just because they don't know how to separate themselves from that stress. Yeah. For me, it's hanging out with you during this podcast. Yay. So thank you for making my life less stressful. Heather. You're welcome. See, it's healthy for everyone. It is. It truly <laughs> is. Well, my, my job can get stressful. You 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 can tell when I get stressful because I get angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is not a good look for me. You know how you can tell when I get stressed, Heather? How? My house is clean. Oh, you're a cleaner. See, I can't do that. Or, you know, those days where I go like four or five days at the gym? Yeah. I'm like, hey, you coming for the podcast? Sorry, I'm at the gym. Mm. Bad day at work. Okay. All right, I understand. I'm trying to get you to stop working out. It's not working. <laughs> it's not going to work because it's a good way. I, I'm, I'm one of those people that I'll be, have a really poop-filled day. Yeah. And my way of getting rid of it is throwing the weights around the room. I don't think Bernie did that. I don't think he did either. I don't think he found a way to relax. I think he tried with the drinking, but that just worsened the high blood pressure. So that, if you are in a bad mood and you drink, you're probably still going to be in a bad mood. Just like That's if you're true. sad. It exasperates it. Yeah. If you're sad and you drink. Exaggerates it. Exaggerates it. Exaggerate. <laughs> like you're sad, you drink, you get sadder. You're yeah. pissed off, you drink, you get more pissed off. Yeah. You're happy-go-lucky and you drink. You're even more happy-go-lucky. And then you go over to your neighbor's house and help them do laundry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Some people do that. Some people do. <laughs> oh. Okay. Poor Betty. Didn't didn't remarry. She did not remarry. She Didn't she go to keep going to these um, conventions? She did. She kept going by herself. And she... Was actually known as the grandmother of ufology. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think so. She was always, she was always there, always around. Oh, that book, The Interrupted Journey, got turned into a, a TV film. <laughs> Straight to TV film, starring James Earl Jones, Darth Vader. Huh. Right. I know who Darth Vader. See, that's the other things I'm horrible about. I'm really good with faces. But I'm really horrible with faces in a movie. Well, I mean, you don't see his face well, in no, a movie. Well, no, in, in general, right? Because like, I can watch someone who is in one movie and they'll be in another movie like the next day. Uh-huh. And I won't recognize it because what I do is when I watch that movie, it's like, okay, you are in this world and this is what's going on. And then I'm in a different movie. It's like, okay, now you're in this world and this is what's going on. It drives my husband nuts because he's <laughs> like, hey, that's so-and-so from this movie. I'm like, don't care. I just want to watch the movie. <laughs> That is the story of the hill abduction. So, did they really get abducted? What do you think? I like to think that they did. My main reasons of thinking so are the loss of time. Because they did actually lose time. I mean, Barney at the beginning of their trip said we'd be home around 2 or 3 a.m. And they didn't get home till like 6, 6.30. Yeah. So they did lose a good chunk of time. And doing what? 
getting probed by aliens. What if they were just so sleep deprived from their their drive, their mm-hmm. vacation, their drive, and they're trying to get home at a certain time, and they are so sleep deprived that they don't, their minds make up this story like to keep them going, but it's not really working, and the next thing they know, they're, you know, a couple hundred miles, or was it 32 hours away from where they were? And I don't, seven hours away. It was a seven hour drive. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like where they remember to where they point A to point B, that time where they traveled. Because they were still moving in the car because they, when they, they came back to it, their car was in a different location. Yes. 35 miles. 35 miles. 35 so miles south of So what if they were, they were so sleep deprived that they went that 35 miles without realizing that they went the 35 miles? Mm-hmm. Maybe they even pulled over and tried to get some sleep and then got back on the road and kept going. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, I am awake again. But what are the chances that this would happen to them both at the exact same time? Maybe they had some crazy mushrooms. <laughs> but my other thing is his scuffed shoes. They're scuffed on the top of his shoes. Like he was dragged away. I just don't see any other like reasoning for that. Men in Black. What about them? The movie Men in Black? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did crazy aliens and we're just going to like. Hit the red button and make you forget everything. <laughs> That's right. But That's didn't right. Actually forget it was the everything. men in black. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't actually forget everything because of the evidence of the ripped dress and the powder on the clothes. Things are the, starting to come back to And them. they slowly came back. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't exactly like the movie. Like in the movie, they hit the button and your mind's gone for when they come up with this crazy story. That's right. Maybe they forgot to do the crazy story. So now they just they're put them in their car and said, go. Yeah. And so now their mind had to come up with it. And the more they thought about it, the more they investigated, the more they realized what actually happened. Oh, yeah. But maybe the men in black really do exist. You know, I've got some things to say about the men in black. But I'm not going to do it yet. I want to meet the talking dog. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. One of the things that I find really fascinating with the men in black, and I think that maybe it does come back to Betty O'Barney and it would be really fascinating if it happened is you know in the movie they have the, the locker and they hang up the watch and all the little things inside the locker super yeah. excited because it's that whole world and now they have their clock back mm-hmm. and then at the end of the movie you see you know them close the door and then all of a sudden the world is now a marble and yeah. some aliens flicking it yeah well it's, it's not a, the world's not a marble it's the world Earth is now within the solar system, and the solar system, our is, the Milky Way, became a marble. It's a marble, yeah. And now they're flicking it away. What if, what if we're like little mice, and they're poking at us? Think about it. So with people studying the mind, right? Mm-hmm. You can't poke at humans, poke and prod at their minds for humans because it's not humane, right? Yeah. So they do it to mice. They do it to sheep. They do it to pigs. You know, to get an aspect of, okay, because all of our minds are the same, but they're different because our mind is more developed than a mouse's mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. What if these aliens are doing the same thing? Like, they are so more advanced to us, and now we're these mice, and they're poking at us. I like, mean, that makes sense, because honestly, I mean, we still do experiments with, like, chimpanzees. And mice, and yeah. pigs, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So what yeah. if we are their Their test- lab experiments. Yeah. I mean, probably. 100% probably. I think that. I'm just saying, like, most... I just want to know why in the world they keep taking the cows. Maybe they taste good. (laughs) They take them for the same reason they take... We take them. (laughs) Yeah, they taste good. I mean, come on. Burgers, steaks. 
Why not? Oh, man. I think they got abducted. My question is crop circles. Why? What are they? Who made them? Well, I think some of them could be UFOs, but there's been a lot of them. There's been a lot of them that... (laughs) That have come up as being hoaxes. There's these um, these two guys in I think England who who came out like they there had this huge thing about there was a crop circle and it was like this big huge thing, this media sensation. And years went by and these guys finally came forward and said, "Yeah, that was us. We'll show you how we did it." And they had like this board. Uh, and that they would like drag around and it would bend the stocks, but it wouldn't break them, mm-hmm. which was the number one thing of, oh, that's so weird. That's not possible. A UFO had to have done it. But in fact, these two men actually did it. So I think most of the crop circles that come up are actually humans. I'm not saying all of them. Well, they can't be all of them because most of the time I feel like humans need some kind of idea spark from somewhere. Yes. So maybe, like, one or two of them were real. Like, mm-hmm. the first aliens came out, like, oh, maybe we should go over the corn because there's evidence. Right? So we should go over here instead. Because when the, when the ships come down there. Like a helicopter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, creates that. That ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're taking words out of my mouth. Thank you. You're I'm welcome. Because I'm making hand signals <laughs> and the words just aren't coming. So I think maybe, maybe one or two or even, like, a handful of them were real. Which then gave these tricksters... Hey, we should do that and mess with these people. Yeah. Because why else would you come up with crop circles? I mean, there's so many different things that we could talk about with the aliens. Because, I mean, we both watch Ancient Aliens. and Yeah. I love, <laughs> part of me loves that show. I love it's it like, so that much. could be real. And part of me is like, aliens. really? <laughs> you crazy, crazy person. You doing that just reminded me. Have you seen the movie um, Bolt? Yes. It's a kid's movie. Yes. With the... With the dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm talking about like the bird. And oh, the okay. Brand. And the aliens. <laughs> <coughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> we just watched that movie the other day. <laughs> what do you think, Taryn? Did they get abducted? Part of me wants to say yes, because I want to believe in aliens. I really do. Like, that'd be kind of cool. And yeah. it would be naive to think that we are the only intelligent beings on the only planet that has life. Yeah. You'd be very, I think you'd be very immature and arrogant to think that. Yeah. So part of me is like, no, we're the smartest species out there and yada, yada, yada. And part of me is like, that's just stupid because we can only see out of our window. So we can only see the stuff that's around us. We can't see past it. Yeah. We probably never will be until the technology is there. So how do we know there's not another world somewhere else that has as smart or smarter beings than us who haven't figured out time travel or interdimensional travel or and aliens so part of me is like yeah it happened because they came to visit us that's how this happened and part of me is like nah makes sense it makes sense you want to believe it but you don't necessarily do i I do but i don't like it's you want to i want proof i like the poster that i'm gonna hang up Yes. The one that says, I want to believe. (laughs) Those things, like, I want to be able to hold proof in my hand, like, yes, they exist. Let's go learn more about them. Which I know will never happen. It might. Not in our lifetime. You don't know. I don't think it's going to happen in our lifetime. There's some stuff coming out. Okay. 
To but the again, Stars Academy? Tom DeLong? Never seen it. Uh, that's not something to see. It's a thing. No. Nah. <laughs> Didn't hear about it. Tom DeLong from Blink-182? No. No? No. You don't listen. You never listen to Blink-182. What is wrong with you? A lot of I'm, things. I think we've already I come up across that. I can't do this. So like I said, I think you'd be naive to think <laughs> that we are the only intelligent beings on the only world that holds intelligent life. I agree. I 100% so, agree. In that case, yes, there's aliens. Do yes. they come to Earth and poke and prod us? Maybe. Maybe not. Oh, I think so. I think it happened. That's it. I believe in everything. That's well, all. we know you believe in everything. <laughs> this is why I'm the skeptical of the group. I'm okay with that. Which is sad because I believe in a lot of things. See, you're not that skeptical. I'm, you're logical. I like being logical. I like having facts. I'm trying I like, to give you the facts. I like people presenting things to me. I'm like, okay, I can believe this. This is a coffee cup in front of me. Well, this is the end of our episode. Thank you guys for listening. Taryn, do you have a joke? Or do wait, should I do I the one? I remember. I think I remembered it. You remember it? Okay, go for it. I remember it too. I've been saying it all week. <laughs> so you might have to correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I think I remember it. Okay. A lot of stuff's happened since last week. Why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? Why? Because it got stuck in the crack. <laughs> Brittany for that one. <laughs> so I gave Heather the random fact and her friend Brittany gave me the joke. The joke. Oh, that's so great. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, I'll do this. I'll do the spiel. Because I have to say it after every episode. It's just not the ending of an episode if I don't say this. We can keep going. No. We can talk about random stuff all night. <laughs> I don't have to be to work until 8 tomorrow, which is shocking. So oh, dang. I know, right? I also have to be to work at 8, but that's like every day. You have to sleep in. I'm so excited. Yay. But doesn't that mean you have to work later? No. Oh, sweet. Technically, tomorrow's my day off, but I have stuff I need to do for work. Uh-huh. So I get to Short day. choose what time I come in and what time I get done. I'm like, nice. Basically, as soon as I'm done, I'm done. Man, I wish I could do that. On your day off? Hint, hint. No, no, not on my day off. Yeah, it's on my day off. Oh, I just want a normal work day to be like Because tomorrow's my that. Saturday, so it's not technically my Saturday. No. So. Fine. All right, well, you can contact me at <laughs> Heather at FortWeirdPodcast.com. Please do that. No one has done it yet. I want someone to send me an email. Please send me an email. Do you want me to send you an email? Someone needs to send me an email. I'll send you an email for my work email. That's fine. <laughs> well, I know it's you. Probably. Okay. <laughs> Um, you can also visit our website at fortweirdpodcast.com. I'm going to be posting some new pictures from basically the ones that I posted on Instagram, but they're going to be on our website now. Of our shirts? Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. And then let's see here. You can also take a look at everything I post and get a hold of me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fort Weird Pod. And that's it. I hope you guys get a hold of me. Oh, that's not it. One more thing on iTunes. Most of you guys listen to me on uh, us on iTunes. Give us five stars. Write us a review. If you write us a review, we'll say it. We will shout you out on the podcast on the next episode. And it'll be fun. It'll be great. I'll make Taryn read it. I will read it. Here's the thing. Isn't there, you said last time, they're from a different country where oh yes if you're from another country like not the united states i can't see if you do that on apple itunes i 
I don't know why. You can see the the star rating, but you can't see the... I don't think I can even see the star rating. I'm not sure. I I can't see if you write a review. So So if they write a review, they need to send it to an email. You need to like, yeah, take a screenshot and then email it to... Email it to me at heather at fortridpodcast.com. Yeah. So if you do that, please do. It helps us out. It gets more people listening to us. Uh, I'm actually trying to get on a lot of the podcast um, form, like the different podcast apps, just to see like, because most of the time I can tell who's listening to us on this thing. Yeah. And most of it's iTunes. So if you could do that, it'll it'll reach more people and tell your friends, share us on Facebook or or anything. Just, you know, get us out there. Just like that guy on Twitter did. I'm very proud of him. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for that. that thank was you. Freaking awesome. I'm I'm excited. All right. Well, that's it, guys. We'll see. We'll see you later. See you later. Bye. The existence of this.